I'm named after Ninja Turtle. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry. And I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. New Year's Rothin Eve. <laughs> I told Lisa before we started recording that this was the worst a.k.a. I've ever come up with. We're the best. <laughs> oh, that's good. You got me. I never would have been able to guess that. And that's good that you brought that up because it is almost New Year's. This So this will be a New Year's celebration special edition weekend. By special edition just means it's really close to New Year's. Yeah. And not only that, but the day we're recording is eight years to the day since Allison's show became Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Last year, we celebrated by live tweeting Christmas in the Big House. And if you listen to last week's episode, which no one did... We planned on doing another live tweet today, but I really dropped the ball there. Well, I'm kind of glad you did because I wouldn't be able to be a part of it since I will be going to the Twin Peaks pop-up roadhouse bang-bang bar extravaganza. So maybe you'll do it another day and I won't miss it. Oh, there's plans for a next live tweet. Okay, good. So we'll have one extra person participating, the one person that listens to this? Yeah, pretty much. It'll be me tweeting to no one. Oh, good. That sounds like fun. Uh, Which is actually, that's what my Twitter account is, really. I just tweet things and I get no response. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the beginning the beginning days of Twitter for me where I'm like, ooh, this is cool. I can kind of like just spout whatever I want to the universe and like no one's going to listen. And then after a while, I'm like, hmm, no one's listening. <laughs> this is weird. But it was kind of freeing. I just kind of wanted to follow people to see what they were up to. I didn't really care about another outlet for checking into del taco and my bean burrito or whatever (laughs) (laughs) all right well today we will talk about the monday episode the tiffany haddish replay and the thursday episode live from bumbershoot with uh mike lawrence hutch harris rachel ratner and trap dog and a lot of other people and how could i forget colonel jeff nobody puts baby jeff in a corner (laughs) oh my god you got that right nobody's putting you in the corner (laughs) Uh, but first, let's do some shout-outs, shall we? Do you have any shout-outs, little Rafi? Shout-out to Lisa for the wonderful Christmas gifts. Shout-out to Rachel for putting up with me still. Shout-out to Maggie Poo for everything she has done for me. I She gave me a calendar for some gift last year. And now that we're at the end of the year, I'm like, I have no more Allison pictures that I'm going to be looking at. And now I'm just going to have a boring-ass calendar? Fuck that. Megan, make me another one. Can Um, you just take the old one and cross off the numbers and just put it on the next one? (laughs) Super cheap George Costanza style? That's that's an idea. Also, shout out to Trizzy, a.k.a. T-Bone, for booking the room. Can't wait to see him in a couple of weeks. I can't believe it's right around the corner. Shout out to Leanne, who's having exciting things going on in her life. Shout out to everyone who listens to this nonsense every week. And I think that's it. Those are all good ones. I was like, please don't say mine. Don't say mine. Oh, shout out to Leanne. Okay, 
that's okay, because her news is big news, and we can shout out to her even more. I'm excited for her. We haven't really, I don't think I've, we haven't talked to her for a little while, so what I do catch up on is on Facebook or Twitter, and it looks like they're getting closer to adopting a baby, and that's so amazing. I'm so excited for her. Yeah, it's that's it's so crazy. Like I, I can't imagine how nervous she must be. Like I'm nervous, and I'm not getting a kid, so <laughs> I can't imagine. I hope the uh, the best friends fan cast isn't somewhere down the line where they're like, "So you were on this show? Let's <laughs> let's listen to what you had to talk about. What are these people talking about?" Uh, hopefully, it doesn't hinder her chances. But I'm excited for her. Yeah, shout out to Megan. I miss her. And I can't believe Sketchfest is right around the corner. It's on my birthday weekend, which is exciting and probably the only reason why I could actually make it happen. So I could just turn everything into a, a birthday present. But also, I'll check in my calendar. <laughs> Never mind. Nobody needs to know what my my cycle is. Anyway, um, <laughs> super excited about that. I'm excited about the ARIYMBF. Oh, my God. I can't, I'm just like going off the rails now. This is where you need to just be like, shut up, Lisa. I would never. Real world house is going to be so much fun. I was thinking about reaching out to Allison and see if she wants to come hang out with us because that's normal. Oh yeah, totally. And we're going to go to the hotel Utah to have the California, well, we won't be having the California asshole, but in the spirit of Greg Heller, we will be having a drink in his name. And I hope that I I'm not too hungover for any of these things. I'm sure you will be, but that's your natural state. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for this. Maybe we should have them make us a new drink called the California Asshole oh, that has would celebrate. In it. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it would like celebrate the eccentricity of Greg, but be something we would want to drink. That's good. It would have to have like kale in it or something, but not in a gross way. Maybe just like a floater of a kale of a kale. <laughs> All right. Um. Back to the drawing board for you because I have I'm clean out of ideas. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So update on Sketchfest. Also, something you were worried about. Allison's uh, gonna do a dance. How are you feeling about this? You know, I'm not on board because, like I said, the idea came from the Throwing Shade show. But then again, she said that they told her she should do it. So if they if they co-sign it, I'm okay with it. I I mean, I was telling Rachel, I was like. I, I don't know that her theme song is that danceable, so I can't wait to see what this is like, mm. but I don't know how I feel about a dance intro. It should be interesting. I will definitely record it for everybody to see it, witness it. I'm curious to know if Janine Garofalo is going to be in on this or if she's going to be introduced yet or like how everything's going to work out. I, I'm just really excited about the whole thing. It's going to be fun. I also think it's awesome that she's going to be part of the Jordan Jesse Go. Oh, I forgot you're going to miss that. Sorry. But it's going to be a whole weekend of Allison. I don't know if we're going to try and go to that Sunday show that she's going to be on also. That would be cool. I heard she sold out her regular show, which is awesome. I don't know what the number is on that, but that's really cool. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to see her dance in person, it's a little late for that. But if you want to go to the Jordan Jesse Go and you don't have a ticket yet, hit me up because Trice didn't want it. And by that, I mean he already had his. (laughs) Um, And we for sure have to go to the Sunday show. Also... I hope she does like a meet and greet after her ARIYNBF show. And hopefully Janine Garofalo is still around because how often do we get to meet someone who was on Seinfeld? Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. What kind of a fan do I think I am? That's awesome. Yes. I just rewatched that episode and she's so great. Yeah. That's a shame. (laughs) (laughs) She is awesome. I love her on that show. 
<laughs> we, uh, yeah, so I can't wait to talk her ear off about Seinfeld, <laughs> which she'll probably hate. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I, I, could, I can't get a good read on who she would be in real life, but I imagine her being on Allison's show, she's going to be a little bit nice to Allison's fans, I would hope. <laughs> and I, I do want to know how Allison yeah. got her, why that, why that pairing happened. I, I'm curious to know why all of that happened. How. These are good questions. Yeah, I'll just ask them on here, and I'm sure Allison will just respond quickly. Well, we know she doesn't listen, so <laughs> don't expect an answer unless Trice hits her up secretly. Oh, right. He he likes to go in through the back door. Oh my god. Sorry. Yeah, he does. Sorry, T Bone. Uh, should we talk about the Monday episode with Tiffany Haddish? It was a replay. I remember this episode pretty clearly because her upbringing and her experiences in life were kind of crazy and unforgettable. This whole, really what it brought up for me, because we've already talked about this episode, it brought up this whole thing like with Dustin Marshall and his girlfriend Abby and the things that that they're that are going on right now with everybody being outed for every bad thing that they've been doing. And I, it's awesome. It's scary, but it's awesome because it's like finally victims don't have to feel like they're, like that they you know, they can feel like they have a voice and they can feel like they're not the ones who are wrong or broken. And it brought up a lot of really deep feelings for me. And I couldn't even read his apology. Apparently, you know, on the Facebook group, everyone was talking. I like how I switches from Tiffany to this. But this is what it kind of brought up to me because she went through a lot of abusive relationships in her life. And it kind of just came along in the same week that this whole thing came out. So I thought, okay, It's sparked a lot of horrible feelings for myself, having gone through these situations more than once. And I couldn't read his apology because I can't, I can't read crazy and it would make me angry, I think, to read it. But I think that his girlfriend, Abby is, or his ex-girlfriend, is really brave in many, on many levels and in many ways. And I can only imagine, I, I really can't, I can't imagine putting all this out there publicly in the midst of everything especially when you're scared of somebody and then to do that publicly, which I think she did the right thing, but she's got to be scared because she was already scared for her life before. So it's just, this whole thing is kind of crazy to me. But anyway, that's what this Tiffany episode (laughs) sparked for me with all the stuff that's going on right now. What about you? Anything you want to talk about with the Tiffany episode? On the subject of Dustin Marshall, I just want to say that I know I've mentioned him many a time on this podcast, so it'd be weird for me to not say anything. It sucks that he was abusive, and it sucks that Feral Audio is now essentially done with. But, of course, there are consequences to your actions, and these are the consequences for him, uh, which I think is totally deserved. I do a lot of stupid shit, and then when things don't turn out well, I'm pretty... pretty, What's the word I'm trying to think of? Self-aware? I'm pretty accepting of the... No. (laughs) I'm I'm pretty accepting of the consequences because I'm like, yeah, you did that and then this happened. Well, see, that is self-aware because what I've learned from dealing with people, whether they're bipolar, which is what he is and what I've had to deal with, my experience is this. They never learn from it and they always blame and they always think that they will always turn it around on you. And in my mind, because I'm halfway sane... That I always think, 
God, they must feel really bad for how bad how badly they treated me or that that they that all of these things happened. And then I'll hear that they've talked shit on me later on or that they just kind of deny things or they've making up stories where I'm like, holy shit, like their mind is still in protective mode and not like I deserve this. They're in like, oh, fuck. Like I was expecting to hear that he killed himself, honestly, because someone like that doesn't see their reflection. And then when it's shown to them, you go, I can't even imagine how much more nuts you would go. So I think you are self-aware to realize hey, I led myself down this road and now this is where I'm ending up. Yeah, and and just a last note on the Dustin thing. I did read his whole statement and during the part where he's saying, you know, yeah, I was bad for you, but you know who else is bad for you is all your bandmates who are like, you know, doing whatever. And then someone on Twitter replied like, this is what abusers do is like they try to like isolate you from your support group or whatever. And and then he like replied saying, you don't know the whole story. So I thought the same thing. I was like, this sounds like more abuse where he's like, yeah, I did you wrong. But guess what? Your bandmates are also terrible people, which I thought was not a good thing to do in your apology. But he has a point. I don't know what these band members are like. So it's unfortunate all around. But Aside from that, on the Tiffany episode, I do want to mention that this was the official first BFF episode number one, if I'm correct. Ooh, was it? This was not This was not your first episode taking over as host. Right. But this was the first hmm. BFF. And was this it? is the episode. I know you yes. and Ray were recording because I have your names on the top. And this is the episode that Allison listened to. Oh, this is where I talked about my giving myself an enema? Oh, yeah. Let's see. Because I'm looking at the Thursday notes from that. Uh, Greg's perfect shit. <laughs> perfect log toilet. <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> Nomo Momo. All the Greg drops. The life of Janae reality show. That was my great idea. Uh, Daniel was laid off. I was just trying to remember <laughs> that week. You're right. Okay, so but it would still be that episode of you and I. And Ray. Right. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. You remember all of these things. So, so these are a lot of important dates here, important uh, milestones. Yeah. I mean, that means we've been doing it for quite a while, <laughs> is all I know. Um, but yeah, she, she mentioned that this was, uh, it's, it's rare that Allison takes a week off. So to get two essentially old episodes, that's something that doesn't happen often. But that being said, Tiffany Haddish did have a great year and i like when her new movie girls trip or whatever it's called came out i was like oh man i wish she would have been back on allison's show i feel like she's really moving up quick so good for tiffany wow that's awesome yeah you're right it is interesting i don't remember the last time that she just replayed an episode i don't know if she ever has but picking the tiffany episode is good because she is having a great year so i think that was a good choice it's also a really good episode, a really good Monday episode. Yeah, her, I mean, her life story was crazy, and, and it's good to see that she made it out of that situation. Yeah. And look where she's at now. Do you have anything else from uh, Monday before we move on? Nope. All right. I'm excited to talk about this episode because, for many reasons, it's the Bumbershoot episode. I am so mad at myself. Today, if this happened, I'd be like, I'm, I'm going to be there. This is not going to, this like, no doubt. But back then, I was so like, eh, going somewhere by myself, and I don't know anybody. Like, shitty fan equals, is what I'm telling you. But you and Megan were there. Is this the first time you two met? No. This was the night that I met Allison Rosen for the first time. But the first time I met Megan was about a month before, or maybe two or three weeks before, in L.A. And this was the, this was our... Uh. 
first time uh like really hanging out though because after the first show we hung out all night and then after this show i feel like we hung out for a bit but yeah this was not this was very early in our friendship for sure though i remember megan took the train out there or something like crazy like that she did i think she had fun though and that's when she was dating victoria so i hung out with victoria and megan that night and it was a lot of fun i remember you guys recorded a little episode for jmo patrol oh man that Mm -hmm. episode was Mm -hmm. so fun for me me and megan oh wait sorry i'm thinking of a different one but yes we did record something after that episode also with victoria in my airbnb which got me a very very bad review on airbnb really (laughs) Ooh, I yeah Yeah, it was like a three or four page bad review on me but it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because it was worth it in the end. Um, and I remembered what I was going to say. But Harris Whittles, uh, when mm. he committed suicide, she re-aired that episode. But That's I don't right. think it was like even on a Monday or Thursday. I think she just kind of put it out on whatever day it was. But yeah, it's not often that she re-airs things. Anyway, okay. So take me through your experience at Bumbershoot. Because having now been to... Seattle and been to that area and I was trying to picture you guys all there and I can't believe I missed it like such a bummer take me through it I want to hear all of your experiences uh well I flew in from Denver and I flew in on the day of her first show so I think that was Friday and I got there middle of the day so I went toward to my Airbnb and I got my rental car and whatnot but then I, I headed to like towards the Space Needle in like that area they took over like a whole park and and whatnot for Bumbershoot so I had time to waste I had like texted Megan oh actually I ran into Megan on the street trying to get my wristband and she was trying to deliver the she's my snuggleberry shirts to the merch tent so I ran into a very frazzled Megan on the street and because this was our second time meeting I was like Megan like expecting like half to be wrong and she like looked up and she's like oh hey and she's just like staring at her phone and she like was very frazzled (laughs) because she was trying to figure out where to like take the stuff and where does she get her wristband and i i don't know she was going through her own thing so then i went to like the space needle and i was like well i have hours to burn before allison's show because she did a someone else's show earlier in the day and unfortunately they did not release that but it was a great show that i saw and then afterwards i met up with megan and victoria and we uh hung out for a bit and then we went to allison that night i did not meet allison but i met daniel for the first time jenna and al for the first time annie letterman was there she commented on my wu-tang seinfeld shirt that i completely stole from seinfeld 2000 and i made it into a shirt and then what happened uh, Jenna was like super pregnant at that time, so this was before she had Sam. I don't, I, I don't remember exactly what we did, but it was a lot of fun. And then day two, which is this episode, you know, Megan and I were like trying to brainstorm JMOs and questions. Oh, so for the first show, she was handing out cards, and you could write your questions or whatever for the topic sombrero. And neither of us got picked, I don't think, for the first day. And I was like writing, "Pick me, pick me" on the back of it. <laughs> and so for day two. She picked my question, which was on this episode, and Rachel Ratner gave me some advice that I should still be taking. I So my question was about my job or something, but I don't know what I want to do with my life. Advice, <laughs> pretty much, is what I wrote. I can't remember exactly. And who was it that gave you the advice about becoming a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle? Mike Lawrence, this fellow, <sighs> let me tell you. 
So I was like, I, listening I to don't... him, like, God damn it. I can actually hear you, like, inverting on yourself. No, not even. So this kid's a professional comedian, yes? <laughs> and, Question mark. And he's a nerd, as you can tell by his references. All right. If I'm not mistaken, he was wearing some kind of comic book t-shirt. Now, having the name that I have, I constantly get Ninja Turtle things. So when he said that, I was like, first of all, and I don't know the guys that they fight against. I didn't know it was Bebop and Rocksteady until I heard him (laughs) say that. So I was just like more rolling my eyes than like feeling bad. I was just like, great. Five-year-olds in kindergarten were calling me a Ninja Turtle. A fucking grown man is calling me a Ninja Turtle. I was like, get some, you're a professional comedian. You can't come up with something better. But whatever. That's fine. No, it's Um, not fine. I didn't like any of it. I didn't like any of that. <laughs> Rachel saved the day. Looks like um, okay. She had a nice thing to say, and I wonder if you're living up to your personal fulfillment potential. Yeah. So her advice was to find personal fulfillment outside of work, because at the end of the day, you're going to hate your job, whatever it is, which is very true. And I should take that more into my life's philosophy, I guess. But also, the funniest part was you you can if you turn up the volume, you can hear me reply to them because they said, "Where does he work?" And I and I said something like, "I have two jobs, but the main one that I hate is in hospital." And that's when Hutch said, "Helping people," which got a big <laughs> <Yes>. laugh. <laughs> You're like, well, at least that's a better than the professional comedian. Well, at the time, that was my most hated job of the two that I had because that's when I had my two jobs. But I remember I was not recording Jail any- Patrol while you were in the hospital. Oh, yeah. I did it a couple of times at my desk there. Yeah. But I I did not help anyone. And if I did, I probably would hate it more because I'm not a people person. But yeah, You're it was, all it was dead. <laughs> it was very funny. Like Lawrence, I don't want to shit on any of her guests. He had some funny moments during the show. But overall, I didn't like him. I was like, we, we were good with Hutch and with Rachel. Oh, and I mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. Sorry, I'm not even letting you talk. Um, good. Thank God. Everyone's like Daniel's family. Daniel's intro for Rachel. He did two great intros during Bumbershoot, but I think Rachel's intro was my favorite annual intro of all time. Second would probably be uh, Jenna's for the Bumbershoot episode. Uh, I'll just let you guys listen to them and judge for yourself. I had a few things to say about this episode. First of all, the intro was cool, and I kind of forgot that he's been doing it for a while. <laughs> you know, like, seems so new to me, but he's been doing that for a while. And I did forget that she was pregnant. Is this the time where he accidentally took the pot cookie? This trip? Oh, yeah. At okay. The, uh, yeah. After the what came out for us as a Thursday show with Jenna, Al, oh, Greg. Right. Oh, no. Greg was not there. He wasn't. Okay. There was some comedian. So hearing Trap Dog singing the jingle live, like just hearing it on the recording, I was like, got goosebumps. I was like, oh, my gosh. That must have been really weird to do that, hear that in person. Right. So on the episode that me and Megan recorded after... She mentions that he said, like, like you always hear when you, you you go to a performance, you want it to sound just like the record, and he sounds just like the record. It's so true because a lot of people were like, like if you if you weren't seeing him, you'd be like, they're just playing the song. Like it sounds, you could tell it's live, but it it sounds just like him, which is what you want, right? And one of my favorite things about having Trap Dog there was at the end he does the full length outro song but with like a new solo so at the end of each episode everyone in the crowd gets up and starts filing out and me megan and victoria because she had to sit with us for one or two of the shows are just sitting there enjoying the solo and the only people on stage are jeff 
and Trap Dog, and we're just sitting there, you know, just enjoying the music. And then at the end of the song, just the two of us clap, and that's all. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. I hope that he can make it out to another live show so I can witness this and meet him. Yeah, I feel bad. You're always, you're always talking about how you didn't get a picture with Jeff. I didn't get a picture with Jeff or Trap Dog. Like, I'm terrible. And this was my first time meeting any of them. That's not good. So somebody else sent in a question uh, about getting pregnant to Allison. And it's always weird to hear her talking post Elliot and still going through the problems and the trouble and probably not even really thinking she was ever going to have a kid. So it's interesting that she's already going into the second round of this whole version of the story. But I just want to go back to that, like go back in time and be like, don't worry, everything's going to be cool. You're going to have, you're going to have an awesome little baby boy. Yeah. I think the same thing when I go back and listen to old episodes, it's just like knowing what happens, like how everything works out fine. It's, I don't know. I guess that's just how life is. Like if you like look back at all the times you were stressing, but like you're still alive now. So everything works out. I try and think about that in every level of things. Like even with money when I'm like, oh shit, I don't have money for this or that. And then I think, okay, I need money for this thing. And by next week or in two weeks, I'm going to feel fine. It's fine. Everything can be worked out. And that's a small scale thing. But every little thing, as long as you're not dead, knock on wood, you know, you make you make it through things and, and then and everything's fine. You look back and you're like, shit, I stressed out over nothing. Yeah. So I already know the answer to this question. I know you're a good gift giver and... Allison was talking about the whole, the whole, the whole thing sur- surrounding being a good gift giver or having to get a gift. And I think, it, I don't know if it was, I couldn't differentiate between Mike and Hutch. I was just like, it's a couple of dudes talking. I really don't know. But anyway, they're talking about the obligation of presents. And like, for me, I've never had that feeling because I love getting people presents, but I never have that feeling of like, oh, they better get me something. I have had a friend that was a bad gift receiver that really rained on my gift giving pr- parade <laughs> big time where you're like, how can you be so bad at getting a present? Like, you're horrible at it. Um, you have to tell us more. Okay. Okay. I'll give you one example. M- one of my friends, he likes Jameson. Okay. That's his favorite whiskey. Okay. So he was having a birthday party and he had decided a couple weeks before to quit drinking, not for life, but just to take a breather. You know what I mean? Like, we all dry out a little bit once in a while. So I give him his favorite whiskey. He opens it up and, like, in front of everyone, he's like, Oh, you know, I'm not drinking anymore. Like, but I didn't know that he had stopped for like two weeks. I'm like, You don't have to make an announcement. How about you just tell me off to the side? Like, or any, why do you even have to say anything? Like, just <laughs> thank you and put it somewhere. It's not like there wasn't any alcohol at the party. It wasn't one of those things where I'm like bringing it to a rehab or something. <laughs> it's like, you invite me to a party where there's alcohol everywhere and I'm giving you your favorite whiskey and you make a big announcement that like, oh yeah, I don't drink anymore. I'm like, anymore permanently or I don't know. Then it turns me into the asshole because I'm just like, okay, sorry, I'm getting you a present. <laughs> He's done that yeah, more than if, once too, by the way, but I, that was the one that stood out. If he knows that eventually he will drink again, then he should just say thank you. And even if he didn't, yes. if he was like, I'm off the wagon forever, he should still say thank you. I'm not drinking, but I'm sure I can find something to do with this. How about give it back to me, you dick? That's what I could have yeah, said. Yeah, on, on your birthday. <laughs> no, give it to me right now if it's a problem. God damn it. <laughs> But yeah, they're, the bad gift receiver. He's done that more than one time where I'm like, I don't even like going to his house or to he's every time I have like some issue in life, it's kind of like minor like that. I'm like, the first person I think of is he's he's an offender of it. <laughs> like, just 
I'll try and talk to him about something. And then he like says something that just totally pisses on everything that I'm saying. I was like, why don't I even talk to you? Anyway, hopefully he's not listening. He's not. He doesn't even, he doesn't even know his butthole from his. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good friend though. Good friend. Good friend. It also made me, I, this story coming out about Allison, how she, <laughs> that she gave the same gift that was in the goodie bag at a party is like heartbreaking to me. Yeah. It was magic sand though. Which I feel like is not what you expect as a party favor. So I feel like giving someone a gift, some kid, like like giving a kid a gift, it, it's a fucking, it's a, it's a coin toss. Like, you, you never know if they're going to like it or not. It just so happened they were giving that out as party favors. <laughs> That's like um, a throwaway gift. Like, oh, everybody's getting these and this is what you're bringing. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. Yeah, I don't think I would have picked Magic Sand as a gift for someone but she said that that was her parents doing so no what blame a, on that so. uh give given boggle <laughs> <laughs> well if a donation to the human fund is always good for any occasion you know i don't know what i'd give a kid oh my god <laughs> <laughs> edit that out <laughs> jeez please um okay on to the next note uh what was i even gonna i that just i had a george costanza moment this week (laughs) i'm bombarded by like cookies and candy and like sweet stuff and i have a sweet tooth once in a while but in general i wish christmas was all about giving savory snacks otherwise i'd be even like fatter so uh, there's this tin of cookies by the way it was totally a re-gift from my mom from some other party i'm sure so i took it it had been sitting out for a couple of days so i literally took it i dumped it in the trash and my son comes walking in in that same moment he's like oh i was just coming out to get a cookie out of there and i looked in the trash i'm like well there's one that's just hovering on top <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so they did a little round of hey go fuck yourself and i thought it'd be fun for us to do around i realize i'm springing it on you but on you <laughs> Who am I? I realize you probably have them on the tip of your tongue. So do you have any anybody that you'd like to say, hey, go fuck yourself to? You know, I, I kind of don't. I'll let you go first, then I'll try okay. to come up with something. Well, for starters, I think it was two days before Christmas. We went out to dinner. My kids believe in Santa still, by the way. And we went out to dinner and the waitress is like, so has Santa wrapped all of his gifts already? Like, are you guys all ready for Christmas? And I'm just like, uh... Uh huh. <laughs> I doubt my kids added that up, but my husband and I are like, really? Like, we're tiptoeing on our assholes over here to try and make it fucking a miracle and magical. And this lady comes over and is like, oh, be almost was like just shy of winking after like wink. <laughs> hey, really? Why would you say that? My husband's like, should we have a talk with her so that she doesn't do that to somebody else? You know? I'm like, no, because it's weird. Like, we still like her and we like the restaurant, but it's like, really? Uh, go fuck yourself on that one, lady. But I still like you. Also, come back. Uh, oh, yeah. And hey, go fuck yourself to the negative iTunes leavers. I don't know if there's any new ones, but I know Allison thought maybe it was the whole gun talk that maybe had made all these people send in negative ones. I have a feeling it's people hearing that she's reading them. And as much as someone hates her, still is such a fame whore that they want Allison Rosen to say their name and say their sentence and by the way they don't even have to pay a hundred dollars what the fuck i just figured it out oh sneaky yeah they can go fuck themselves and i realize this is a total ripoff of allison's show but i want to tell some people to fuck themselves how about you you know i'm trying to think and i think on last week's episode with the airing of the grievances i got Mm. out too much of my real 
annoyances out, my frustration. And I, I really can't think of anything right now. Well, so that's good. No one go fuck yourselves. I like that. Maybe we should just start doing an Aryan or the Grievances every single week. Or do we save it up for once a year? <laughs> Get out the aluminum pole. You know, I feel like it's really a festivist thing. You're right. All right, we'll save it. I know they talked about the chatty Uber driver. That was their, hey, go fuck yourself, I, I believe. I know we all talked about that before. Where For me, I like a happy medium. Like, I don't want you to be insane, but don't talk my ear off. Just... Just like, give me a ride. Let's be cool. I, I I can't wait for the driverless cars. I think that, I don't know if it's Uber or some company is doing it or they're testing it out. And that is going to be a dream come true. If you just be, oh, I just realized everyone's just going to be fucking in those things. Anyway, I'm excited about that. I don't want to have, it's like the less I have to talk to somebody, the better, but don't be insane. I am not on board with driverless cars. So driverless cars, Google, Uber, whoever's working on these, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Give me a six speed and three pedals, baby. I'm all over that. Oh, brother. Uh, no. You know what's going to be awesome about it? Less car accidents. Everybody's going to be the right, going the right speed. Less um, road rage. There'll be a lot more drunk driving, but that's okay. <laughs> It'll be easier. I mean, oh my gosh. isn't that just like transport? Ooh. Is that with Did Ian it not McGregor? go through it? Oh, ooh. What? All I could think it was the movie. <laughs> I don't even think that's the right one. I've never heard. All I want to think about is Ian McGregor now. All right. Anyhow, ratings. Okay, so your Airbnb rating is piss poor, which I really want to see. What about your Uber rating? Um, I try to use Lyft, okay. but I always forget to give them the driver's ratings because, I mean, who wants to do that? I know. I've I mean, forgotten. if it just if I just have to click the five stars, that's fine. But if it's like write a fucking sentence about it, um, no, that's too much. So I just don't even bother. So probably a bad rating. <laughs> I don't even know how to look it up. I think they're saying you have to actually like email someone or something. Like, nah, I'm not going to be getting into that. But on Uber, you you do just click five stars. You don't have to do anything else. Also, since you can do the tip through the app or whatever, so I'll go back, especially because, like, the last time I used Uber, I don't remember the last trip. I try and, like, the next, like, week or two, like, go back on there and give everyone a tip so they don't think I'm a giant jerk. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I just open the Lyft app. I don't see anything, really. So who knows? I know. It is funny that everything is rated now. They were talking about some national park was rated. I think I went to, what did I go to? Oh, I was looking up Mount Sai for something. And there's somebody saying like, well, this is silly, but I'm making a review about a mountain, about nature. This is very weird. I guess it's useful. But everything's rated like Black Mirror. It, it's going to be, it's closer than we think. Speaking of Black Mirror, the new season came out last night. No Have you watched? way. I did not know this. Yeah, I just saw a thing. I want to get up on that. Oh, I'm excited about that. I know I finally just finished all of Friends. I didn't realize it was 10 fucking seasons. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So I finished that. And so good. That's perfect timing. Do you have anything <clears throat> else from the Bumbershoot episode before we move on to Jay Schmoes, which is really what they're going to be called this week? One last thing about this episode. They mentioned how, I think it was one of They Go Fuck Yourselves from Hutch Harris, actually, where he said kids who tell him to listen to this band that he's been listening to since they were two years old. And then they started talking about the Ramones shirt. So everyone knows the Allison Rosen shirt I designed is the Ramones logo. But before that, it was the presidential seal. And after that, it was also the Dipset shirt. If there are any rap fans, they know the diplomats have the same thing, except for the eagle is clutching handguns in its claws. Of course. 
And actually, that's the shirt that gave me the idea, not the Ramon shirt, but whenever I see the Diplomat shirt, I think it's the Ramon shirt. By the way, I should get a Diplomat shirt because that shirt's awesome. So anyway, just I just thought I should just mention that. And also the She's My Snuggleberries shirt first debuted at the merch tent at Bumbershoot. And when she asked people to stand up and model them, me and Megan were wearing the shirts during one of the shows. I don't know if it was this one or not. I know one of the shows, the only person who had it at the time was Megan. When she stood up, I like went, woo! And I don't know if it's on uh, the recording or not, but I thought it was funny because she's a lesbian. <laughs> that is funny. Or maybe I went, ow! Okay. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <like that. laughs> I'm curious, was it standing rooms or seats? Oh, no, it was like, it was at the Cornish Playhouse. It was kind of like a amphitheater, amphitheater. Ooh. It's kind of like, you know, there's the stage and then we're kind of like curved around. It was not as well attended as I would have liked for an Allison show. Good to hear her SF Sketchfest show is sold out. And then Daniel, he did the intro kind of hidden and then he, like, took his seat. So he was watching the show as well from the crowd, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, interesting. It is interesting that people were watching part part of it and just decided to leave midway. I remember her talking about that. Yeah, but at a festival, I kind of understand it because yeah. it's like, oh, hey, fucking, you know, this guy's about to start performing in 20 minutes at this stage. I better get over there. Right. Like, I can't imagine just rolling up on Allison to see, like, oh, let's see what this is about. And you're like, I don't understand. <laughs> I think there were some people at her show that were just like, this is the comedy place and mm. there's a line, so I'm going to get in and we'll see what happens. I see. Yeah, I feel like this whole episode was uh, a little eh. I didn't think that their dynamic was very good, the three of them or the four of them or whatever. It was just kind of a, a, a weird episode to me. It wasn't like a standout. I think I was more excited to hear your guys's experience and the questions and like all of that stuff and just picturing being there live i would have loved it no matter what but i feel like yeah mike lauren's not so funny <laughs> yeah the show went like many different places like for a 46 or 47 minute show whatever it was you packed a lot of stuff into it so it kind of went everywhere which is good but yeah same thing i feel like the people on stage didn't really mesh that well together Yes. Um, I think it would have been better if it was just Hutch and Rachel and maybe not as many segments that involved the crowd. But overall, I think it was a good episode. And for such a short episode, I think she did pretty well. You're right. She did pack a lot into it. There were a lot of funny things. But yeah, the dynamic was off. Maybe if he was gone, it was just a little a fewer people. It would have been better. Shall we talk about the JMOs? Since we're only going to talk about the Thursday one, since we already did the Monday episode one back on April 25th. I'm just going to roll through these. I didn't think any of them were very good. So, uh, or should I just add a uh, recorded part that I did earlier when you're like, what are they? <laughs> that might be funnier. <laughs> Let's just do that. Yeah, I was, I forgot to write a JMO down and you then I was what? about to go and check them. But... I wrote all of them down, but not completely. I just wrote like a keyword to each one. So I'm like, there's, we already did the ones from Tiffany, so we don't need to do those. And the ones from the live show sucked. So I could just go down the list of like, we could either do that or just do none of them. What were the keywords that you wrote down? I want to see if any of them. Okay. Uh, receipt in bag. Uh. No people, <laughs> no people by their shuffle. Uh. Freaked out when you're parked in a spot and a person backs out. <clears throat> okay. Front cars look like faces fronts of cars yeah. shampoo extra lather use it on your beard <laughs> <laughs> i'm 
really? We can be recording this because this is what I was like, really? It's getting worse. Yeah. Uh, Underground Railroad. Oh, jeez. Scratch and Itch. Oh, yeah. Okay. These are all like ringing a bell as you say them. I'm, oh, yeah, that was one. But none of them are good. Yeah. Uh, sleep Eating. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, I, I don't think this was a JMO. Oh, this was a JMO. This was Rachel Ratner's JMO about being cheap and how she, yeah, she like tapes her shirt. Yeah. So yeah. that was the best of all of them. And it's like, uh, I think it's a round of J schmoes is what we've got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not loving any of those really. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Cause there's nothing really, I don't think there's anything to talk about. No, really. not really. Uh, there was a lot of jizz content. I, I noticed that. It was heavy, heavy on the jizz content. Uh, that That's a definite note I wrote down at the top of the page because I really needed to make sure and mention that. But yeah, so that was the Jay Schmaus. <laughs> all right. I promise this is the last time we're going to say that. I think uh, we all need to support Allison in any, any way possible. And also, I wanted to ask Megan if she was doing the In This Together Festival. So those two things are important. And I need an update about that. If you want to be on this show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at BFFancast. Follow me at JMOs and BFFs. Little Rafi, where can we find you? You can follow me on Twitter at RMC Guitars. You can friend me on the Facebook group. Do not friend me on the Discord app for the Jenna Kim Jones thing because I deleted the app. I don't get it. I don't like it. It's it's too much. Oh, also, you can buy old. <laughs> oh, I'm very real. It's happening. You can also buy the aforementioned Allison Rosen shirt that I designed at qzart.com, qzart.com, or Allison Rosen is your new best friend.com, or no, just AllisonRosen.com, silly goose. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, thank you everyone who listens to the show. Hopefully, yeah. for 2018, we can all step up our game. I'm talking about myself mostly. But I feel like in the next year, we're going to take the show to a new level. I have high hopes for it as well. I do thank everyone for listening. They've listened through all of our learning curves, which are many, and they're still supporting the show. And I think that's cool because uh, I love doing this every week. It's fun. We're going to step up our game. I've got all kinds of new recording doohickeys and gizmos, and uh, hopefully I'll learn how to use them soon so I can take the show to a different level also. Brittany, I love you. I miss you. I hope to see you soon. Thank you and good night.